Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, what's up, my friend? How are you? Welcome into Drummer Daily. Once again, my name is Daniel. And I'm so happy that you have chosen to join me once again. So today, I wanted to talk about uh, rudiments, drum rudiments. This is something that I don't think that we've talked about much here on this show. I, I did a quick look earlier today through the old episodes of Drummer Daily. There's a lot of them, so I didn't look through all of them, but I did a quick look. And I don't think that I, I've talked about rudiments much at all on the show. And so I thought, now might be a good time to do it. And and I started thinking back through um, my own kind of experience with drum rudiments. Interestingly, um, and, and maybe not too interestingly, but to me at least interestingly, uh, I, I haven't done much with rudiments in the sense of like working on them. Uh, I haven't done that in in years. Um, I have I have a couple of books. I have the uh, the Podemski's snare drum book, which is um, an old classic. I think it probably has been around since like the 60s or whatever. Um, and I took some lessons um, after high school um, from a from a guy here in town who's a professional. Uh, you know, he's toured with a lot of big artists. And, uh, and he had me on that book. So I worked on it. I think I worked on rudiments a little bit then, but probably not since then. So it's probably been an easy... 15 years since I've really done focus work on rudiments. Um, and so I kind of wanted to talk about that today. And and it, maybe you're in the same situation, or maybe you're the exact opposite of me. Maybe you are way into rudiments, or not way into them, but you you know them all, and that's still an important part of your practice routine. And so I just wanted to kind of share my own kind of uh, maybe somewhat embarrassing history with the rudiments and, and tell you what, where I'm at now with my playing and, and how that's played into to being a professional drummer. So I definitely, in, in middle school and in high school, throughout the band experience, rudiments were obviously very important. In fact, you know, as a, as a musician taking a class in school, you know, we were tested on those things. So, um, you know, I, I got part of my grade in band was, of course, my ability to play certain rudiments and you know as we got older and went through the different grades the the, the number of the root of the the basic was there 26 see i'm so embarrassed i don't even know how many rudiments there are there's 26 at least there was when i was in high school there's probably like 800 now but anyway uh we were tested on those we there there were more and more each year that we had to know and you know i knew i mean i was just fine with all the 
all the basic ones, you know, the paradiddles and the double paradiddles and the, of course, the flams and flam taps and um, single drags and all those different kinds of things like that. The flamadiddles, all those kind of things, which those names are incredible. Um, but I, I will say like some of the ones to this day, to this day, I can't do a consistent Rattamacue. Um, I'm not good at all with doing Swiss triplets that start on my left hand. I'm, I'm just fine with, our, with my right hand. It's kind of like a lot of the rudiments to me uh, are kind of like uh, when, when you start saying the same word over and over again, it starts sounding really weird. It kind of gets inside your head. That definitely would happen with me with rudiments, um, you know, with like Swiss triplets. Um, if you know what those are, it would, um, I would start to quickly notice the fact that each hand in Swiss triplets is only doing, uh, doing two hits. Um, and I, w- I would start to like think about the sets of two instead of the triplet feel. It just all this weird stuff like that would happen in with me. So I've just, I've never been, uh, I've, I've never been good at certain ones of those, but obviously I, I made a career in music and as a drummer. Um, and I, I would say it's both because of my ability with rudiments and also despite my inability with rudiments. And so let me tell you what I mean. I do think that rudiments are important and I, I want to be clear that I'm not at all advocate advocating for or abandoning that pursuit. If that's, if that, if you're a drummer who goes that way with, with rudiments, don't abandon it. But I will say that there is, um, there's a, a distinct line between two different kinds of drummers and, and one type of drummer almost 100% of the time is the kind of drummer that get, that is, is what uh, I would say one category of drummers is where all the professional paid musicians fall into. And, and, and then the other category that approaches rudiments differently, they, um, they all fall in the other category and they're all the ones who don't get paid gigs. And I'm not saying that if you change how you approach rudiments, that's going to get you gigs. What I'm saying is I think the way that you the way that you approach drum rudiments is going to be a symptom of how you think about drumming and will be a good indication to you if you need to maybe shift your perspective on your playing or not. Um, so again, I'm, uh, if, if you, if you, I'm going to describe two different types of players as far as how they, they relate to rudiments. And if, if you're, and I'm going to tell you which one is the one that, that gets all the gigs but I'm not telling you that if you're the kind that doesn't get all the gigs or you approach rudiments in a way that doesn't get all the gigs, that all you have to do is change how you approach rudiments and all of a sudden you're going to start getting gigs. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a symptom. This approach, whatever you do with the rudiments is a symptom of the kind of drummer you are in your approach to drumming. So that's what would need to shift, not just how you approach rudiments. Okay, so first let me tell you um, how other drummers are. This is not the way that I approach rudiments. These are other drummers that I that I went to school with and other drummers that I happened to encounter along my own musical path through all the many years. That was someone who who was definitely into rudiments and knowing them all and was the great, great, great marching percussionist. They could play these perfect rudiments. They knew them all. And if you said play a Radamacue 
you know, leading with your left hand. They'd pop one off just like that. It was perfect. And if you showed them a piece of music and you wrote over each segment of a song, this is where the double paradiddle is. This is where the, the flam tap happens. This is where the Swiss triplet happens. And you labeled them all. They could go through and just play that piece of music perfectly and be great. And their drumming as a result, if they ever actually got around to playing on the kit, and a lot of them did, their drumming as a result was a, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. It was almost like a Frankenstein pieced together creature of different rudiments, just one after the other. It was very robotic. It was I'm playing a drum pattern on the drum kit and this is, I'm using a double paradiddle. And then they would switch and do a drum fill that was one of the other rudiments. And it was all like this, this, this. It was just rudiment after rudiment. It was, it was, it was copy and paste and cut and paste different things you've learned and just thrown them all together one after the other. And that's what your playing was or that's what their playing was. Um, so that's one kind of drummer. The kind of drummer that I was, was I, I wanted to be good at the rudiments. I just, for whatever reason, I loved I loved the music and creating music with other people more than I loved playing perfect rudiments or executing something flawlessly on my instrument. So I tried really hard, but mentally I couldn't get over the hump of I'm not I'm not equating what I'm playing into something musical. This is not fitting into something musical. So thankfully, I was in school enough to where I was forced to continue to work on those rudiments because I think if I wasn't in school or wasn't didn't have some kind of structure around my musical training, I think that I would have given up. And so I definitely don't think any of us should give up on working on rudiments. But I did never get to that point where I was like those other drummers I just described to you. Um, but I also, at least when I was younger and was playing drum set a lot, like I was playing the drums for like the the show choir, like musical theater. I filled in on that a few times for another guy. Like in, this was like in high school, like high school years, things like that. I, when I was young and playing drum set, I wasn't at, like the two worlds didn't match up to me. Like one thing was the rudiments and like playing marching band and all of that technical stuff and being perfect. And then playing drum set was like something completely different. It wasn't, I, don't, I wasn't thinking about rudiments while I was playing drums. But over the years, especially as after I got out of high school, and I, and I at first was still trying to work on these rudiments. Like I mentioned, I took lessons after, after school when I didn't have to. I paid for my own lessons. Um, and, and the guy, he was making me work on rudiments still. During that time period, he opened my eyes to almost like this in-between, but actually I think it's something deeper in drumming than just one or the other. So it was, if I could get really comfortable playing rudiments and not think about a, a, a paradiddle as just a repeating pattern of this specific sticking with this specific accent, um, if I could just get comfortable playing all of them, and it, at some point, it would unlock the um, the musical language that that rudiments can provide. Let me tell you what I mean. So, so my playing now, I incorporate 
probably all of the rudiments into my playing. Um, but when I do that, I'm not consciously thinking this is a triple paradiddle or this is a bunch of flam taps or whatever, you know, with my left hand leading or whatever, or this is, you know, whatever it is. That's not how I think about it. Um, I think about it as, um, my hands just need to need to play this sound and, uh, and, and and the arrangement of my drums necessitates that I have to do it with this specific sticking. And I just play it. I don't think, I don't pre-plan what rudiment I'm going to use to accomplish something. I just do it. Um, and the, the way I think about this is kind of like, and I might have used this analogy in the podcast before, so forgive me, but it's kind of like, uh, like, you, like, like language. And, you know, it's like, uh, I don't really know any, any uh, French, for example, my wife took French in high school, I took Spanish in high school. So I know a little bit of the Spanish language. Um, and so I can piece together how to say something based on the words that I know. And it comes close to making sense most of the time. But compare that to like French, I know, I don't know any French at all. But I've heard people say like the same sentences over and over again. I know what those whole sentences mean, but I don't know what indi- what the each individual part actually means. So I couldn't create anything new out of that because I don't have the familiarity with all of the language in order to just create create my own uh, sentences, my own statements, my own thoughts. Um, the English language, I don't think about every word I'm going to say or every sentence I'm going to say before I say it. I know what I want to say and I open my mouth and it comes out pretty much how I want it to come out most of the time. Um, and that's kind of how it is, I think, where I've gotten with drumming, but the rudiments were the tool that got me there most of the way. It was getting my body used to saying all different kinds of things all the time. So I had all of that in my vocabulary. So now when I play drums, I don't have to pre-plan what how I'm going to execute what I need to execute. I just start speaking, so to speak, with my instrument, and I say what I want to say. And so that's what I, if that's your approach, the people that I know that are really great getting gigs as drummers and sessions and are in demand, people want to be in bands with them, all of those kinds of things, the musical drummers, they're doing that. They're they're doing the thing where they want to use the language in, in the best way possible to say something musically without having to overthink it or pre-plan it. But you can't do that if you don't have the vocabulary in your back pocket. So it's kind of in your back pocket. So it's kind of both and. It's, yeah, you need the rudiments, but not not to directly use them the way you learned them. It's what you're learning along the way in the pursuit of those rudiments that will get you where you want to be in your drumming. And so this is a, this is kind of similar to what I talked about. Um, I believe one of the last few episodes about how to use, how I think you should use, uh, like drum lesson tutorial websites. It's not necessarily about completely executing the thing you're learning so that you can repeat it whenever you need to and have a new thing to do. It's what you learn in the pursuit of that, that will actually be the most the most beneficial um, to your drumming. The, you'll, you'll be equipped the best with that. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, let me know if it does or doesn't. My email is daniel at danielhadaway.com um, or you can just go to danielhadaway.com and click on the contact button and fill out a form and uh, 
let me know if, hey, that didn't make any sense at all. Uh, or tell me what you might want to know um, or have me share in this podcast. I'd love to um, hear from you and love to chat with you. I try to answer every email that I get. Sometimes I get a lot of emails in a short amount of time and it gets really hard for me to respond to all of them. But most of the time, I'm able to reply to all of them. So I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks for joining me today on Drummer Daily. We'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.